Welcome to the TMI show. Hope you're ready to be touched, moved, and inspired. Yes. Yes. I'm Sean Butler, one of the owners of Abundance Education. Our radio show and workshops are designed for you to create the results you want in your life now and live the life of your dreams. We're here in the sunny South Florida in the Own Your Power Studios. As always, I'm sitting next to my beautiful partner in business and in life. The gorgeous Aww. Sherry Zafrula. Yay, Sherry! Yay! Hey, I'm super excited. This is our very first show, and I cannot wait to dive into our topic for this week. What would be possible if you were to live extraordinary, abundantly, and daringly? The purpose of Abundance Education is to give you tools and the opportunity to access everything you need to create the life of your dreams now. A life of abundance purpose and being your best possibility, inspiring and inviting others to be the same. Find out more about all of our workshops, trainings, and the TMI radio show at www.abundanceeducation.com. So who do we have in the dream room tonight? (laughs) In this show, we are privileged to have several people who have made a huge impact in our lives. We have... My name is Leah Lamb. I'm 42 years old and I'm a graduate of Abundance Education. I graduated the trainings five years ago and have a life beyond the life I ever imagined possible today. Thank you, Leah. My name is Debbie Romano. I am from South Florida. I'm 23 years old. That's not how old I am. How old am I? I'm 24 years old. (laughs) Stop lying. We can't work on memory, people. And uh, I graduated from the trainings in 2009, and I have a degree in international relations. Yay! Degree in international relations! <laughs> that I can do nothing with. Yay! <laughs> and I have a background in marketing. Awesome, awesome. Um, good evening, everyone. I am the one they call Greg. And <laughs> Greg. I did the trainings about seven years ago now. Um, I'm here today because uh, I made a commitment a long time ago to inspire people and remind them that they could have the life that they wanted. So that is why I'm here to discuss what we're here to discuss today. And what are we discussing today? So tonight we'll be discussing the two principles that will transform your life based on the book, The Four Agreements. The power of being your word and not taking things personally. But first we'll take a little music break and pay some bills. The TMI Radio Show will be right back. Have your pens and smartphones, iPads out so you can take some notes. In yourself, yeah. You got to believe in yourself. You gotta believe in yourself. You gotta believe in yourself. When no one else around you got to believe in yourself. Gotta believe in yourself. Yeah. 
You're only eight weeks away from becoming a CEO. Enroll today in Own Your Power Communications' groundbreaking course, Eight Weeks to CEO. This powerful eight-week program is based on Simone Kelly's book, Jack of All Trades, Master of None, and features her private coaching, which will keep you focused on the progressive transformation of your business. If you're ready to fire your boss, an entrepreneur at heart, a business owner, and are overwhelmed with your business, you'll benefit tremendously when you sign up for this personalized business development program. It will give you the knowledge, tools, insight, and confidence to lead your company and create extraordinary results. Eight weeks to CEO. Enroll today for one-on-one or online classes. For more information, call 877-545-7352. That's 877-545-7352. You're only eight weeks away from becoming a CEO. You gotta believe in yourself. Yeah, in yourself. Yeah, you got to believe in yourself. Gotta believe in yourself. Gotta believe in yourself. When no one else around you got to believe in yourself. Gotta believe in yourself. Welcome back to the TMI Show. I'm Sean Butler in the Dream Room with Sherry Zafrula. And I thought it was important to actually discuss why we wanted to do the TMI Show. Really the importance for me is to get the word out there and some tools so people can really have the life that they want to have. And not some far-off airy fairy may never happen but like they can start having that life that they want to have now all these dreams of the past that that they thought were not possible i'm here to tell you they are possible and you deserve them and you get to have them and we're going to do everything we can to provide you tools and the support to have that happen so miss zafrula why is it important for you for us to do this show well, it's important for me because we get to live in the world that is touched, moved, and inspired every single day, where people love waking up and living their purpose. Awesome. Awesome, awesome. So tonight's topic is the four principles to transform your life, and this is a, a two-part series. So obviously tonight is part one. And today we have in the dream room Leah Lamb, Greg Gibbs, and Debbie Romano. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Welcome to the show. The first topic of the evening is being your word. If you could master this one principle, it would totally transform your life. So my question uh, to Leah, Greg, and Debbie is, what does it mean to be your word? Okay, what does it mean to be your word? For me, to be your word... Um, it immediately separates you from society in general because it means you put importance on your word. You give power to your word. It's a contract. It's a verbal contract, and I think that that's really lost in society right now. So for me, to be your word means you basically, what you say is what you do, to keep it as simple as possible. Simple concept, but really hard to live by. So this is Leah. I would just add to that that being your word is about being in integrity with yourself and what you say you're up to in life. 
and with the world. And that includes how you're in relationship with other people, how you're in relationship with yourself. And that means when I set my alarm for 6 a.m., I don't hit the snooze button. (laughs) (laughs) I actually get out of bed at 6 a.m. because I have things that I'm committed to. And if I'm not keeping my word, then everything that I'm committed to then falls out of the realm of possibility. So being my word for me is important because it creates a relationship with me such that when I say I'm going to do something, I know it's going to happen. Awesome. Being being your word is so much more than just doing what you say. I, I really believe that it's a way of being. And I like what you said about it being in integrity with yourself. I think that we can get caught up in... in making it about being on time or doing what we say and that's all important and that's a part of it but it it very much is it runs deeper than that because your word is is a part of your integrity it's it's a part of who you are and i really believe it's the most valuable thing that you you can possess that you have so do you guys think it's the same thing as giving your word no i don't think it's the same thing as, as giving your word because i think that being your word you can be your word even if you didn't explicitly express or imply to be somewhere at a certain time or to do a certain thing if you are living in integrity with what you're up to with what your commitments are then you can be your word even if you didn't specifically say that you were going to do something or be somewhere absolutely and you know with that being your word is so much more than just giving your word it's so much more than just a a contract between two people it's really about like your whole way of being, right? How you are with what you say you're up to, like you were saying, Leah. It's really more than than just giving your word to say, well, I'm going to do something out of obligation. Being your word is not a part of obligation, right? It's about being big enough to own and be like the author and give power to whatever it is that you're up to. Whatever it is, whether it's in between interpersonal relationships or the power of yourself. So that brings me to my next question, right? Since we we usually put focus on being your word is kind of like giving your word, and, and that usually implies two people, right, in relationship. So what should you do when you break your word? So there are two things that can happen. You're either keeping your word or you're breaking your word. If you break your word, you're cleaning up your mess. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So that's how you reclaim your integrity is by cleaning up your mess. So when you have an agreement either with yourself or with someone else, then you can, you know, there's a whole process you can go through and taking a look at what got in your way of being your word. And that's an awakening process. So it's an awareness process. And becoming aware of that, then you can then in the future have that not be in your way anymore. Okay. And so cleaning up a broken agreement is very important in reclaiming your integrity and in building relationship with yourself, with others, and with your word. So the example I was using earlier about when I set my alarm for 6 a.m., that means I get up at 6 a.m. You know, when I'm when I'm up to something big in my life, then when I'm living in integrity with my word and being my word, and I say I'm up to something, in the back of my mind, there's not a voice going, are you kidding? You can't even get out of bed on time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right? Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. So That never happens with me, by the way. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm clear. <laughs> so, in there is a possibility of reclaiming your integrity by acknowledging a broken agreement rather than just operating over it. That creates all kinds of other breakdowns and hiding out and guilt and shame and which those are all barriers to all of us having what we want, what we say we want in our lives. So cleaning all of that up is absolutely a process and important to moving forward. Absolutely. I like, could I just jump in real quick? Absolutely. Um, I really like what you were saying because it just reminded me that there's power in this. Like, you know, a lot of people talk about being your word and all that and you just filter it as like, yeah, that's something I should do. But if you're up to big things and you're, if you're listening to this show, you're obviously up to big things. Yeah and you want the life of your dreams, being your word is a muscle that must be conditioned on a daily basis in order to get those things that you want. So in other words, when, um, <laughs> and she has the camera on me while I'm talking. <laughs> <laughs> I thought this was radio. I didn't know I was taking pictures. You're beautiful, man. <laughs> but <laughs> there's power in it. So the more times that I back up my word, the more times I say something and it happens, that muscle gets stronger each time. Mm -hmm. So that years down the road, when somebody when when Greg says something and it's known that like he's about his word, then it everybody agrees that it has to manifest. When I write a goal down, and you know I've developed that muscle of keeping my word on a daily basis then it's done right there. It's done right there on the paper. It's not a matter of maybe this will happen if everything falls in line. No, I'm making this happen because I'm used to keeping my word. So I just wanted to say that there's power in this practice. So, so like another level of commitment for you. It's another right. level of commitment, but it's just a good habit, a good mm -hmm. practice, because you know all the things that you want in your life are built upon the habits that you do every day. And I just wanted to make that distinction that this isn't just a good thing that you should do, like love your neighbor or <laughs> not lie. You know, this is a muscle. This is a vehicle. This is a technology, if you will, to get you from here to there from what you want. Absolutely. Yeah, being your word used to be the most valuable currency. It was in place of signing a contract, in place of lawyers, in place of going to court when something is broken. When you gave your word, that meant that that was your value. You were putting your name on whatever it is that you said. And absolutely, it creates, when you make it a, a habit to be your word, it creates trust with other people. People can count on you because they know, okay, well, this person, Sherry is her word. So I know if she says she's going to come do this for me, then I know she's going to be here. Or Sean is his word. So if he says he's going to be here at 6 o'clock, I know he's going to come through and he's going to be here at 5.59 or earlier. And then it also creates trust within yourself. Like they were saying, when you declare something really big and amazing, like I'm going to make this salary that is completely out of reach right now, but something inside of you says, all right, let's do it. I know we can do it because we did all the other small things, so this is what's next. Yeah, and, and that's where they used to get the phrase, my word is my bond, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. it, it had power behind that. Like if your word was your bond, like you didn't have to do anything else but, but your give word. your word, mm -hmm. right? It was better than a handshake. It was better than anything else. It was better than putting money down. It, it actually meant something. So when Sean and I were talking about this topic, um, something very powerful came up for me, and the question was, is there power in your spoken word? So many times, like being in a relationship with Sean, I'll say something like, you drive me crazy, right? 
And that's something we're putting out in the universe or putting that word out in the universe. Like, you're literally driving me crazy. Not necessarily true, but we're putting it out there. Absolutely. And I so it has you. that. I, I, that was a big one for me to overcome is I hate you. I used to say that all the time about the mm-hmm. minute, smallest things. I hate you. I hate this. I hate this. It drives me crazy. And he's been, Greg has been bringing it to my attention that there's power in that. Absolutely. Yeah. And we do it with. You know, things that we want to create something or manifest something that's positive, but also in our society especially, we do it all the time with things that we quote-unquote call negative. And it may not even be necessarily something that we intend, really, like you're driving me crazy, but you're manifesting that by putting it out there, and that is your word. So how can being conscious of your word change your life? So, you know, the, our thoughts have the power of creation actually, because they're energetic and they're vibration. And so do our words. So, you know, you can't, it's kind of like the, you can't have your cake and eat it too. You can't say, well, my word has the power of declaration and the power of creation for all the quote unquote positive things, but all of the judgments, oh, those don't matter. Oh, absolutely. Yes, they do. (laughs) You know, they have just as much power, those thoughts and those judgments and those spoken words have just as much power as the positive ones, quote unquote positive ones that that we, um, you know, that we say in in passing every day. So when you start to become aware of your word and what you're declaring into being and being conscious of that, then you can begin to create intended results in your life and bring things into your space and into your life that are in alignment with your vision and your passion and your liveliness. Yeah, you just give me goosebumps all over. Absolutely. And I, I think it's no coincidence that most religions, their creation story begins with the word speaking things into existence. Absolutely. You know, <clears throat> excuse me. So my first level trainer actually said something during the training that hit me like a ton of bricks. And what he said was, we are created in the image of God and God created the world by God said, right. Therefore our words also have the power of creation. Absolutely. Absolutely. And they, they have the power of creation in relationships and what you're up to. Um, And they actually tell a lot about a person, right? Have you ever noticed, like, when when you're talking to somebody who's positive, the words that come out of their mouth, all right? And then when somebody who's, like, downtrodden or a lot's been happening in their life, like, they just can't catch a break, right? They talk a lot with different set of words, right? So it also expresses, like, who you are underneath, like what's really going on inside of you like i can't right the the negative influence person will be all about i can't or i would but or you know if only this would happen right and the people who are successful and who are go-getters it's not by accident either right, right? they're like i can't right it doesn't matter what's happened up until now I'll find a way, right? Like, look look at Donald Trump. How many times has that dude been bankrupt? 
declared bankruptcy, right, right and come and, back. And he can go back, and and that's because of who he is, and and who he is is shared through his his creation and his words and how he speaks and shares himself with others creates who he is in in their perception which we know is is just their perception but it creates who he is out in the world how people perceive him yes i just wanted to say something real quick um if you're listening to this show it could be real easy to beat yourself up about the way you're thinking and like oh i think that way and like i always doubt myself and all that but I also wanted to give an invitation to you that this is an opportunity to change that, to turn that around. I have this saying that I say my, to myself every morning. Um, the universe asks me, what do I want to create today? So I don't care if the last 30 years you've been beating yourself up about your history and everything. Tomorrow, right now, is a new opportunity to ask yourself, what do I want to say? What kind of person do I want to be? How does that person talk? How does that person work? Like, what is that person's vocabulary like that I want to create in my life? I'm trying to give you tools here, people. <laughs> and that is actually perfect because my next my next question is: How is your word tied to your self worth? So something I was actually thinking of something, and as I was listening to Greg talk, and language is the house of being, right? Mm -hmm. We like relate that. in in language, okay. It determines how we think, what we do, how we interrelate with each other. And and I just totally lost my train of thought. Language is the house of being. Yeah. yeah. Language is the, what was your question again, Sean? How is it tied to your self-worth? Well, so think about if someone's sitting around every day thinking, you know, I can't do that because of this and I can't do that because of that. Versus someone sitting around saying, asking the question, what's possible? This is yeah. possible for me. I can do this. And it is possible. And I'm really glad that Greg brought up what he brought up. Because I'd actually like to relate that to this is the first level of awareness for many people. And it is a learning process. Mm -hmm. Just like a child learns to walk. You mean you're not your word all the time, Leah? <laughs> Let's see. Anybody who is, stand on your head. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. So it's a process. It's a learning process. It's a growing process. And it's a process of building. Rome wasn't built in a day. Mm -hmm. The power of our word isn't built in a day. The relationship we have with our word isn't built in a day. And language being the house of being, it is all about who I declare myself to be mm. and who I'm declaring myself to be in this life and how I show up for other people and the results that I create from that being. Yeah, absolutely. And so being your word was once explained to me like your word is a bank of your self-worth, right? And so every time that you're your word, you're making a deposit into your bank of self-worth, mm -hmm. right? And every time that you're not your word or you break your word, you're making a withdrawal from that bank of self-worth. So it, it's absolutely like you, you want to, to be your word and learn to be your word and learn to be your word and learn to be your word because obviously you want to accumulate, you know, the, the most amount of deposits in your bank of self-worth. Yeah, and that also makes me think of the impact that we have on other people's self-worth, like our children. Mm -hmm. you know, I'm a new mom, 
and it's become more present for me than ever before how much we really have a say in our children's self-worth and so that when you're your word not only yes in the things that you say to them but also when they watch you live your life and they watch you be your word then they begin to trust in you so when you come into them and say you're beautiful or you're so special or you're so smart well they believe you because my mom is her word and my dad is his word and and it can start in the small things too with uh with making agreements with them, we're going to go here, we're going to do this. It's very important to keep your word with your children on the small things because then that will determine what they believe from you in the future. Absolutely. And I think it's even more important not just being your word, but acknowledging when you're not your word. Yes. And yes. and not, and I'm sorry. Right. Like, what does I'm sorry mean to you guys? I, I know to me it's like, don't even tell me you're sorry because that really doesn't mean nothing. Like, acknowledge where you're at and, and, and be real with me. Well, it's very I, disempowering. Yeah. I'm sorry. How is that going to move you forward? And uh, we're going to come back to that in just a minute. So the next topic is not taking things personally. But before we do that... This segment was brought to you by Alpha Windows and Doors. Alpha Windows and Doors is the impact window and door expert you can trust. They'll help you make your choices in selecting safe and secure windows and doors against both hurricanes and intruders. A hurricane may come only once or twice a decade, but burglars and intruders can attack you at any time. Your investment in secure windows and doors can often be paid for by the savings on your homeowner's insurance premiums. Learn more at their website, www.alphaimpactwindows.com, or call them at 866-64-ALPHA. We'll be back with a TMI show after these messages and some yeah. You got to believe in yourself. Gotta believe in yourself. Gotta believe in yourself. When no one else around you got to believe in yourself. Gotta believe in Simone Kelly of Own Your Power Communications. We empower entrepreneurs to live the life they deserve through our internet radio network. We have thousands of listeners worldwide from Miami to Italy. If you're a speaker, author, or coach, and you're on a mission to change the world, the Own Your Power radio network has a global platform just for you. We're looking for the next personal and business development stars. If this sounds like you, you can be featured on one of our shows as an expert. There's a package for every budget. If you want to help others own their power, call us today to find out more information at 877-545-7352. That's 877-545-7352. Look forward to hearing from you.
reflection Cause his advice will lead you on the path And don't fear nobody's disapproval Don't even fear the Almighty's wrath You've got to believe in yourself With no one else around you got to believe in yourself You got to believe in yourself When no one else around you got to believe in yourself Put obstacles in my way Make it hard for me to breathe Just to get through another day Up mountains, go down into valleys, low and swim the ocean wide. I know that I'm gonna be alright because I have him inside, and that's not an ego thing, it's not my sense of pride, it's just me rising to my own vision of what I'm supposed to be. Welcome back to the TMI Show. I'm Sean Butler in the Dream Room with Sherry Zafrula. And tonight's topic is being your word. And we're going to continue on with the conversation there. Um, One of the questions that I have for you guys that we didn't quite get to the last segment is how it affects you in relationships when you're not with your word with somebody else. In other words, like, what do they make up when you're not your word? Or what do you make up when somebody's not their word with you? We're talking about relationships, right? That's right. Okay. Go, Greg. (laughs) Tag, you're it. All right. For those of you that don't know, the lovely Debbie Romano is Greg Gibbs' fiance. Yes, fiance. That's the first time we said that publicly. Yes. But back to the question. (laughs) (laughs) I think when you don't keep your word in relationships, it makes your partner... In my experience, it's been like, (laughs) I'm laughing. In my experience, it's been that women are all about status, where they stand with you. Like, where's this going? 
who are we in this situation? So if I'm not keeping my word to you, that sends the message that they're not quite where they thought they were. It can set your relationship back tremendously by not keeping your word. Um, I don't know. With me and Debbie, from day one, I've just tried to, whether it was ugly or whether it was, you know, I've, I've not always come up on point, but I've always made that attempt. And I just want to um, like say that as well, is that, you know, keeping your word isn't a 100% thing. You know, it's something to aspire to. It's a principle that should govern your actions, but you will fall short. And like, you know, what they said earlier about cleaning it up, I like that you put that in there because I just wanted to land at home that, you know, occasionally, you know, sometimes some people more than others, <laughs> your word won't be kept in a relationship. And the heart of it is communication. So, yeah. yeah, I think it's impossible to be, my personal opinion, it's impossible to be your word all the time, forever. You don't time. act like it's impossible. <laughs> <laughs> it's what you expect. <laughs> Talking about it. Can we have that on record, please? Wow. But my point record, is, please? it's about intention. It should be your intent to mm -hmm. always be your word. Whether or not it happens, you can always clean it up. Every moment is a new opportunity for you to be your word. It doesn't matter if you weren't your word five seconds ago. You can be your word now. And as for relationships, especially if you have someone like my beloved, who <laughs> his main love language, for those of you who have read the five love languages, he doesn't agree, but I, I agree that his main <laughs> love language is... <laughs> acts of service so if i say i'm gonna do something for him and then like for example today when we were getting ready and i said that i would iron his shirt and then i got <laughs> caught up with other things and i forgot we had a silent car ride on our way over uh, <laughs> how dare you how dare you and so i i really believe it plays a big part with with trust and and it, it can can definitely make people feel it can make people feel important or not important to you when you're your word with them, when you keep your word. Awesome. So when was the last time that Mr. Gibbs broke his word with you? Uh -oh. And what did you make up about that? I just, I don't see how this is going to help anybody. <laughs> I, I don't see how this is going to help Can anybody. you mute, mute his mic right now? <laughs> I just don't see how this is helpful. I don't, I don't see the point of this. It's about giving to the community, there you Greg. Go, Greg. Yeah. Yeah, I can't think of a specific time off the top of my head, but I know that when he's not his word, I immediately go to, well, then, you know, he must not, it must not be important enough. I must not be important enough mm. to him for him to go out of his way to keep his word. Because I know when something is important to him, right, he's going to, he's going to keep his word. He's going to make sure that he handles it. If, it's, if the IRS is coming for a check, right, he's going to make sure that the, right. there's money in the account. And so I, I, Take that as my as a mic check for my self worth. Okay, thank you, and I'll no take pressure. the spotlight off no of you pressure. right now, Greg. <laughs> so, Sherry, when we're at home and I'm not my word with you, and you can give details if you want. Here um, we go. Gets real. Like, what is it, what does that mean to you? Exactly like what Debbie said. You know, I I take it as. I'm not important to you, or I don't matter to you, or what I'm got going on just doesn't matter. So, is that like a conscious thought you got in your head when I break break my word, or are you just like, well, there he goes again, right? Like I expected that, and then 
like reflection on it, you think those things? Or is that something like, boom, that's instantly what you think? I think it's a little bit of all of that. You know, the thought crosses my mind and says, I, I guess that doesn't make, matter to you or I don't matter to you. But then it becomes like an unconscious or subconscious thought where it stays there. So the next event that occurs, I collecting kinda, more evidence. Yeah. You know, and I go into, oh, well, you know, Sean's not going to be on time. So here we go. And in, the time hasn't even come yet. <laughs> right. You know, I have a I have a 15 year old son who's he has Asperger's and special needs. He's he's mentally about six years old. And I pick him up from school every day at 2.30, and he takes his phone to school with him. And I promise you, if I'm not sitting there at 2.30, he is calling me, Mama, you forgot me. <laughs> you know, and I mean, it's kind of funny. You know, Cooper is Cooper is The just, life of the party. Oh, my goodness, is he? He's a character now, I'm telling you. But it also is revealing in what's going through his mind. Right. You know, children don't censor. Right. things they don't have that filter yet they haven't developed that and so for it's it's heartbreaking you know to get a phone call from my child saying mama you forgot me you know mm-hmm. I, no baby i'm on my way right but that's how important it is and it it can be at 231 that i'm getting this phone call <laughs> <laughs> you know hey so your it, word is your word one your minute word late is, your is word. still late. one minute is you know absolutely absolutely and, and the way you can think about it too is like if I had a million dollars for you mm-hmm. to be here on time, like you would, you would spend the night someplace, <laughs> right? You would sleep in your dirty clothes, exactly okay. in the car, yeah. right? You, you would, you would weather any storm. And so, like, I know we don't do it on purpose, but what what are we really telling the people in our life that we love when we don't keep our word with them? And it's not a conscious thing that we do. That they're not worth a million dollars. Right. <laughs> right. Right. And and it to is. us, they're worth so much more. Absolutely. You, you know? And and we just get to be aware of that. And and that's why, for me, and, you know, what we practice, what we've learned to practice through the workshops, I'm sorry doesn't cut it. Because mm-hmm. I'm sorry is just a cop-out to, to move over, right? And, and just operate over what's really there. And so... The last thing I want to leave with with everybody on being your word, it's important to, one, acknowledge. Acknowledge to the people why you weren't your word, right? Whatever the reason, and and be honest. Mm. I didn't want to be there. Right. People people will respect that, but acknowledge that so you can get back to nothing, right? And, And they're making... They're not making up things anymore. You can tell them why you didn't want to be there. And then you can tell them why it's important for you to keep your word going forward, right? Because you matter to me. Because being in relationship to you is important to me, right? And then you can commit to being your word from now on with them. And I think that's so important that we we take that exercise and practice in everything that we do, not only with others, but with ourselves when we break our own word. And that's why I love our next topic, because it talks about not taking things personal. So how is it possible not to take things personal? Greg. <laughs> that's a profound question. I don't know that one. Um, how is it possible to not take things personal? I think that, you know, it's human nature to take everything personal because we have this worldview that's very me-centric, mm. you know. But on the flip side of that, if everybody has this me-centric thing, then 
whatever they say to you, it's not even about you 90% of the time. They're worried about their own universe and their own problems and everything. And, you know, they're not concentrating on you. The minute they say that horrible thing they just said to you, if it's something that is horrible, they're on to something else because they're in their own universe. So I think that recognition that everybody is in their own reality show helps not to take things personally. Wait, wait, wait. Explain to me again how other people's interaction is not about me. Everything's about me. It's not all about you, Sean. Sorry. The world does not revolve around the center of Sean. <laughs> so in all seriousness, like when, when I'm in an interaction with somebody, and whether it's good or it's bad, whether they're angry or they're happy, whether they're yelling at me or kissing me, right, how is that not about me? Well, so it's, it's not about you because as human beings, we have filters, that, that we filter everything through. Everything comes through. So at a football game, right, how many people are in a stadium and everyone has their own perception mm -hmm. of what's happening in the game? And it's not about the game. It's about how that person is seeing it. It's the same thing with any interaction between two people. Anything that you say isn't about what you say. It's about how I interpret it. So it's really about me and my conversations and my stuff. It's not about you. And anything that I say isn't about you. <laughs> you know, I was saying earlier that language is the house of being. Mm -hmm. It's concealing and revealing at the same time. So it says something. It tells on us the language that we use. It tells on us. It says where we're coming from and where we, you know, what we think. And it also says something about it. It t gives us information about who we're talking to and where they're coming from and what their viewpoint is. And their viewpoint has nothing to do with me. Mm. And mine has absolutely nothing to do with them. It's it comes from beliefs founded throughout the years of my life before I ever came into contact with this person. So how could it possibly be about them? Yeah, absolutely. And, and people, I j just want you to stay with this thought. And a lot of times this is hard for people to hear yeah, and really understand. Mm -hmm. What were you going to say, Debbie? Well, I want to make the distinction that for those of you listening, you are probably in search of answers and truth and a higher level of consciousness and not everybody around you necessarily is going to be on your same frequency or on the same journey, right, on the same path as you. So I really want to make this distinction that we want to be in the world as if everything that we do affects other people, right? We want to be our word because we want to believe that it has an effect on people's self-worth and, and how they view us, right? And that's important. And we also want when other people are not their word with us or when they say things to us, when we're in relationship, interacting with the rest of the world, we want to remember not to take things personally, right? Because... What does that really create? At the end of the day, is that going to serve you to the highest possibility? You know, if I, if Sherry's late and she says she's she's going to meet me for dinner and she's late and, and I could sit there and say, well, you see, Sherry doesn't give a crap about me. She's not my real friend. You know, is that true? Does, is that really going to serve me in creating the friendship and the relationship with Sherry that I want? Or can I just say, hey, you know what? Maybe some, Sherry got caught up with something. Why does that have to mean that I'm not worth her time? I can move on. And, and, and that is a very powerful, a powerful ability, a powerful choice. So if you were immune to opinions and actions of others, what would be possible for you? Anything. Because I can create my reality. Yeah, and I, I think that's really important what, what you just said there. Because what actually happens in the interaction is, it really has nothing to do with you. 
and it has nothing to do with me. It's what I'm experiencing at this moment. And what I'm experiencing at this moment, I'm bringing in all my history and all my experiences of what, what's been happening throughout the day. Or maybe this, this interaction we're having reminds me of something that happened when I was a kid or, or two weeks ago or you know, with an, an ex-girlfriend or whatever it is. So it really has nothing to do with you as, as a person. It's my interaction with that experience at that time. Mm-hmm. I'd like to add one more thing. I'd like to play with the flip side of that real quick. There are tremendous costs that you were paying for taking things personally. Yeah. Um, whatever you're up to, your big dream, that impossible goal that you don't tell anybody about, it, along that path there are these mines of rejection waiting for you at every corner. And in order for you to get from A to B, and I'm talking to myself here too, you're going to have to experience massive rejection. You know, like, I don't know if you all know who Tony Robbins is, but his phrase is massive rejection is the key to success. So I just wanted to add that part that, you know, when you really take in and take everything personal, it's going to hinder you from getting the things you want in your life. So I'm not telling you to be immune. But I am saying that it's a part of the journey, that people will not agree with where you're going. People will not have the same vision as you. Absolutely. And uh, I really want to take the time to thank all of our guests here, Leah Lamb, Debbie Romano, Greg Gibbs. Is there, uh, you want to share your information or anything that you're up to at the time? No? Nope. All right. <laughs> we'll have to, to be here. S- save that for another show. <laughs> So um, on Tuesday, February 24th, Abundance Education will be having a free Design Your Life workshop that is intended for you to discover what is possible in your life, what holds you back from having it, and what is next for you. And then the next Abundance Education Part 1 Discovery Workshop is March 4th through the 8th. In this workshop, you will discover and become aware of the subconscious barriers that limit you and hold you back from the results you want in your life. In this five-day workshop, you will learn their tools, and go through a variety of experiential exercises to uncover these deep-rooted beliefs. So uh, the quote of the day that I want to leave you with is, use the power of your word in the direction of truth and love. And that comes straight from The Four Agreements, um, author Don Miguel Ruiz. Um, Also, uh, we really want to start a Pay It Forward initiative. So I want you guys to be thinking next week, What did you do to pay it forward? How can you pay it forward to others? So to find out more about the Abundance Education Workshops and the TMI show, by checking us out on www.abundanceeducation.com or like us on Facebook, go to facebook.com backslash Abundance Education. Special thanks to the Own Your Power team who helped make this show possible. The Own Your Power Radio Network is a 24-hour network of personal business development. They also have R&B and soul and eclectic grooves to keep you in a good mood. (laughs) So tune in next week for the Four Principles to Transform Your Life Part 2. Until next time, remember, live extraordinary, abundantly, and daringly. Sending much love and abundance. Good night, y'all. Good night. Good night, y'all.
On your power radio. Real soul and hip hop. Just the way you like it.